Welcome to Wealth Simplified, your guide to navigating the intricate world of wealth. Whether you're a first-generation wealth creator or a steward to multi-generational wealth, we want to make the complex simple and the vision clear. Join us as we unravel strategies and perspectives behind building, sustaining, and preserving wealth, empowering you with the knowledge and confidence to shape a secure financial future. Let's get to it. The following presentation by Waldron Private Wealth is intended for general information purposes only. No portion of the presentation serves as a receipt of or a substitute for personalized investment advice from Waldron or any other investment professional of your choosing. Please see additional important disclosure at the end of this presentation, a copy of Waldron's current written disclosure brochure discussing our advisory services and fees is available upon request at www. WaldronPrivateWealth.com. Hello, hello. This is Samantha, and you are listening to What the Finance, a mini series within the Wealth Simplified podcast. On this month's full length episode of Wealth Simplified, we're going to take a deep dive into the world of employer sponsored retirement plans. We're going to cover things like 401ks, 403bs, and deferred compensation plans. But for clients looking to maximize their tax-deferred retirement savings, we recommend pairing your employer-sponsored retirement plan with an individual retirement account, or an IRA for short. And we get a lot of questions from clients and prospects about IRAs and saving money for retirement. So I'm going to start this episode by explaining the basics around these plans And I'm going to finish the episode by explaining an extremely powerful but little-known strategy commonly referred to as backdoor Roth contributions. So let's start with the basics. What is an individual retirement account? IRAs are tax-advantaged savings vehicles that were established by the government in the 70s to help people save for retirement. And the goal of this implementation was twofold. First, they wanted to give access to individuals without an employer-sponsored plan, access to tax-advantaged vehicles. And second, it was to provide a vehicle for preserving that tax-deferred status of qualified plan assets at employee termination or retirement, aka rollovers. Now we fast forward to today, and there are several different types of IRAs, and there are also several limits and regulations that impact these that I want to talk about. So first I'll hit on, you know, briefly the types of IRAs, and there are many, many, many. There are rollover IRAs, custodial IRAs, inherited, there's SEP IRAs, simple IRAs, but today we're going to focus on the big ones, which is your traditional IRA and your Roth IRA. So a traditional IRA is a tax-deferred vehicle. This just means that the money you put into this account is typically tax-deductible, meaning you're going to get a write-off on your taxes for the contributions. In addition, once the money is in the account, it grows tax-deferred, which means that you don't have to pay any taxes on the money within the account until you take it out at retirement. When you ultimately take the money out, it's going to be taxed at ordinary income tax rates. Next, we have our Roth IRA. And the Roth IRA is a tax-free vehicle. 
The money that you put into this account is deposited on an after-tax basis, meaning you are not going to get a tax write-off for the money that you put in the account. But once it's in there, it grows tax-free forever. And unlike the traditional IRA, you never have to pay a dime of income tax on the money within the account. So for both of these types of accounts, there are some limits and restrictions that I want to hit on. And the first one I'm going to address is the age limit. So similar to your employer-sponsored plans, IRAs are subject to age limits or restrictions as to when you can access the money in the account. And remember, the account has been set up and earmarked for retirement. So the IRS really wants to incentivize you to keep it in the account, hence these limits. Now, in 2023, you're able to access your IRA money scot-free at age 59 and a half. If you pull it out prior to this age, you're going to be hit with a 10% penalty. So we obviously want to avoid that where possible. There's another age limit to consider, and that is the age when you are forced to begin taking distributions, also known as required minimum distributions or RMDs for short. And I want to explain, you know, the purpose behind the RMD just to help you kind of wrap your head around the why. And the why is, you know, the government let you set aside all of this money in an account and they haven't made you pay any tax on it. And at some point in time, the government is going to call that debt. They're going to say, all right, enough of this already. Take your money out of the account and give us the associated tax dollars. Hence the RMD rules. Now, traditional IRAs are subject to required minimum distributions, and the current RMD age is 73, but this age does change from time to time based on life expectancy. Our favorite Roth IRA is different. Because the Roth account was funded with after-tax dollars, there are zero RMD rules. The money in that account can stay in there until the day that you die. And because of this, these accounts make extremely attractive tools for legacy planning and transfers. Next, I want to hit on contribution limits because similar to an employer-sponsored plan, IRAs are subject to limits on how much you can contribute in a calendar year. And this is because the government doesn't want you deferring your entire income into an account and never paying a dime of income tax on the money that you earn. So for traditional and Roth IRAs, that limit is $6,500 each year, and it does adjust for inflation. Now, there is another contribution amount that individuals over the age of 50 can make called a catch-up contribution. And this is the government's way of giving you a little bit extra money that you can put aside because you're getting closer and closer to retirement and you're going to really need the money. So that catch-up contribution is $1,000. So individuals over 50 can make a total contribution of $7,500. The last thing I want to cover before hitting on our backdoor Roth strategy is the income limits. And this is another important factor to be aware of. So both accounts have rules that limit the tax deductibility or even access to the vehicle, depending on how much money you make. And I'm not going to go over all of the numbers behind the IRS limits, but I am going to include a chart in the show notes so that you can see the details. But in summary, with a traditional IRA, the more money you make, 
the less tax write-off you can take for contributions made into the account. For a married couple, the contribution becomes non-deductible once you hit $136,000 in combined adjusted gross income. Now, Roth IRAs are subject to a very similar limit, but in this case, you don't just lose the deductibility of your contribution, you lose the ability to contribute to the Roth altogether. And for married couples, again, you are locked out of a Roth IRA once you hit $228,000 in combined adjusted gross income. So if you couldn't tell by now, I am extremely biased towards the Roth IRA. And why wouldn't I be? Tax-free growth, forever, not subject to RMDs. It's just a beautiful thing. So I want to teach you guys how to preserve that ability to contribute into a Roth IRA, even if you are above the income thresholds that I just spelled out. So there is very clear language in the tax code that allows individuals to move assets from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA in what's called a Roth conversion. So even if you can't get assets in the front door of a Roth via a contribution, you can get in the back door via a conversion. Now, generally speaking, Moving assets from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA is a taxable event because you're moving assets from a tax-deferred bucket to a tax-free bucket. However, if you are above the income limits that I described a moment ago, the contribution you make into a traditional IRA is not tax-deferred because the contribution is no longer deductible, and therefore, this rollover is not a taxable event. How about that? Did we just find a loophole? Now, it's very important to note, because I am in the industry, that I just gave a very, very basic summary of a complex strategy, and there are many, many caveats that impact not only the success of the strategy, but also the tax status of that movement. So please, please contact your tax professional, contact us, contact your financial advisor before going ahead with this strategy. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This episode was so much fun to record and share this episode with a friend. As always, if you have any questions on retirement plans or the best ways to meet your retirement savings goals, reach out to us at podcast at waldronpw.com. Until next time. of wealth management planning and advice, we'd love to connect with you. You can reach out to us directly at podcast at waldronpw.com. The previous presentation by Waldron Private Wealth was intended for general information purposes only. No portion of the presentation serves as a receipt of or a substitute for personalized investment advice from Waldron or any other investment professional of your choosing. 
Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risks, and it should not be assumed that future performance of any specific investment or investment strategy or any non-investment-related or planning services, discussion, or content will be profitable, be suitable for your portfolio or individual situation, or prove successful. Waldron is neither a law firm nor accounting firm, and no portion of its services should be construed as legal or accounting advice. No portion of the video content should be construed by a client or prospective client as a guarantee that he or she will experience a certain level of results if Waldron is engaged or continues to be engaged to provide investment advisory services. A copy of Waldron's current written disclosure brochure discussing our advisory services and fees is available upon request or at www.waldronprivatewealth.com.